next across the line. The man who was on the front row last time out at Paul Ricard. Valtteri Bottas back on the front row for Mercedes. They found pace with Valtteri Bottas. Hamilton then goes on to the front row. It is Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas and Perez. The front two rows for the French Grand Prix. And for the second time this year, it's Verstappen at the head of the contenders. Attic F1 greening the cheese. We are back after a fortnight. That was David Croft's call on Sky Sports, courtesy of FormulaOne.com. As always, we are in the south of France this week where the track is hot, hot, hot. Greeny, good evening. Good evening. Like the west of the United States, it's going to be hot for a long time. Yeah, the track is hot. We didn't see too many tires a popping as we did in our first real, uh, you know, qualifying the post Pirelli gate, and uh, here we are in Paracard. Bring it on here in the south of France. Uh, very, very exciting. It feels like we've been gone off the air for here for like a month now, uh, but qualifying, um, interesting qualifying today. I know you got some surprises. I know you got some definitely some interesting stuff that happened here today. Um, so thanks for sticking with us. Thanks, thanks for joining us tonight in the paddock, greenie and the cheese, and away we go. Oh, it was a great, it was a great weekend so far. We had Michael Massey telling the teams to eat it basically over the weekend on Friday. Uh, they were bitching about the curbs being too high, and Michael's Mackey's Mr. Mackey's response was, "You know what? Stay on the track, then. Stay on the track." So. That was yeah. excellent to see, which they, you know, should stay on the track. Uh, Max was awesome today. Flying. He was he was quick all weekend. I was not surprised to see him at the top. Uh, Mercedes showing a little life. Very interesting. Looks like they might have found a little something. Michael, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, a lot of thoughts here today. I mean, it looks like Mercedes is inching back in, but clearly Red Bull has the best car here as Verstappen takes pole. And it's not like Perez finished, you know, anything terrible. He's on the second row as well. So you got Merck and Red Bull first, second row. Um, you know, it's it's looking good. It's looking good for both teams. It's kind of a mix. And we'll see where they end up at the end of the race, right? I mean, let's see what the Mercedes garage is going to do this week. That's actually probably, you know, this is not too often you're going into a race being like, I wonder what the garage is going to be doing. But, you know, it is after a couple of disasters and a couple of disasters late last season, 2020, for the Mercedes garage. It's really interesting. I mean, it's an interesting point of of the day here. Obviously, clearly, Red Bull and Mercedes are clearly the best two teams out there. Um, but um, yeah, man, a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. So, what were Honestly, your surprises? The, first of all, Mercedes Garage has been where pretty much a lot of the excitement's been all weekend with the chassis changes that they've done this week. Botas is actually in the chassis that Lewis has been using recently. 
Lewis is in a completely different chassis. Um, it appears that Botas has come a little bit alive, maybe. Uh, found a little bit more something using Lewis's old chassis that he has been using. But they've also seen the found something when they went to the medium tires here in Q2, and the car seemed to have come alive again. Uh, picked up a lot of pace that they were missing pretty much most of the weekend. Uh, most teams were not using the harder compounds because of the tire temps and the de degradation that they've been getting with the red tires this week or the softs. Um, so everybody was saving the harder compounds for the race. So it's been a very, very interesting weekend, especially in the Mercedes garage. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, the garage is where it's been at, and that's where it's going to be. The pit is where it's going to be at this weekend, and um, or at least tomorrow. And we go into an exciting Sunday. So, But let's back it up a little bit, back the truck up, and let's start all the way back in Q1. Um, some surprises, a little bit of... Uh, you know, Yuki Spinoda going out here. Um, you know, th third red flag in qualifying this season for the rookie. Um, but Q1, take it away, man. Yuki's got to pick it up. He's been, he has not been good recently. He's got to uh, find a little something. Uh, but my surprises for Q1 will be Nick Schumacher getting in the Q2. Although he did crash, and then my other surprise, leading into my other surprise, would be Lance Stroll missing out. But that was also because he was on a lap when Schumacher crashed out and brought out the second red flag of Q1. Ending the session, basically, with only a minute 22 left, so nobody's getting around the track in time to start a hot lap. So that basically ended that. But those are my two surprises out of Q2. Out of Q1, excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's, it is amazing to sit back and think that of the last four qualifying, or I'm sorry, five qualifying rounds, and not, not the last ones, but from Q1 and then from, uh, you know, the last race and then all the way back to qualifying in, um, where were we two races ago? Monaco, right? Yeah, Monaco in Baku. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Four out of five qualifying sessions ended in a, ended in a, in a red flag situation. So, um, very interesting. Very interesting. That's probably the biggest surprise for me at this moment. Like, you know, four out of five at that point uh, ended in a red flag. Another one, that was my biggest surprise for Q1, that it just ended in another red flag. But take it from there. All right, so we'll move on to Q2. The Merc comes alive, as we've already stated. That was a... Uh... Impressive to see. They picked up a lot of time. They were dropping, was they, were they down? About uh, 0.7, I think, to max out of Q1, or maybe even a little bit more. And they threw on those yellow tires. Got a little bit, a little bit more life. They'll rip them up as quick on a quali lap. Merck comes alive. And then Ocon. What do you miss out by? Point, point, point zero 0.01 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a, to getting out of Q, to get in the Q3 in his home Grand Prix. Even though Alpine has been was really quick all weekend, so I was really surprised to see Ocon miss out. Since Al, Alpine was very quick all weekend long, um, but I was su surprised to see Ocon miss out there as well. Yeah, I'm surprised to see you know again you know if you want to go back to Q1 and again um, you know Aston Martin just just 
after a, a, a podium finish last time out in Baku. Now you got, um, you know, guys who can't even get in the top 10. Very, very interesting. I know Stroll and Vettel have both been racing well over the last several races. So to see neither of them up there in Q3 is interesting. Um, and Aston Martin struggled all weekend. Yeah. yeah they, they struggled did. on Friday. I'm not really surprised. That's pretty much where they've been all weekend. Um, Lance Stroll would have been up, you know, closer to Vettel, of course, if he didn't get, you know, caught out there. But, you know, it was his mistake also uh, going over track limits in turn six. Got his first lap thrown out. You want to get that banker in quick, um, even if you're not the, you know, don't have your fastest lap in your first, you know, first lap there. You got to get a banker in, so. Yeah, you got to get a good lap in. You got you to get out there, get a good lap in, because if you have a situation like that, again, four out of five at that point, red flag situations by Q1. But uh, let's do Q3. Let's hit it off. And um, any surprises here? I'm going to say Ryan. Fernando ninth. Um, I was thinking he might be a little bit higher, actually. But it's also nice to see Fernando in in uh, Q3, uh, you know, throwing, throwing it down a little bit. And my biggest one would be Pierre Gasly, giving the French fans a little something to cheer about. That's his third uh, top six quali- qualifying in his last three races. So Pierre has been dropping it down recently. So kudos to Pierre. And then the home Grand Prix in France, giving the French fans a little something to cheer about. Yeah, um, you know, what a what a uh, race when it comes to Pierre Gasly. Listen, um, if you He's look at back at Pierre, if you look back at Pierre Gasly at the, at the beginning of the season, he was he was he was placing well. Um, he was like uh what he finished uh, or or start 8th in Spain, qualified 5th at Imola. Um, and then the last couple races, he, he, he was, he was plus in Baku. He was plus three in Baku and, uh, and Monaco, he finished, he, he started six and finished six. So Gasly's been coming on a little bit here. The Frenchman's, I, I don't think it's such a coincidence that, that, that he's, um, um, he's up there. He's, he's got a chance to maybe pick up a spot and finish top five. Um, one of my big surprises, I believe first time in about five races, Carlos, Sa- um, yeah, Carlos Sainz finishing in front of Charles Leclerc, uh, in Ferrari. So, um, absolutely. Nice one. On. Nice one. Nice one. Lot going on. Uh, again, finally, you know, to, to, before I send it back to you, cheese to wrap up the segment, um, you know, any, I don't think any surprises, too many surprises here with Red Bull and Mercedes filling out the first two rows. Um, a little bit and- of, su- a little bit of surprise with Merck finding a little life with the meat with, with the harder compound. Uh, they were kind of struggling most of the weekend, making tons of changes on the car uh, between, you know, free practice one, two, and then three. Uh, this morning, they even made even more changes, and they made changes right before qualifying again as well, and they found something. Um, so the Merck finding something is a little, little bit of a surprise because they were struggling most of the weekend as well. Yeah, good point. Good so to point, see them, you know, up, up there, you know, being that close, that close to Red, Red Bull, because the Red Bull has been quick all weekend, like yeah, really yeah. quick. Yeah, no, yeah, and you can tell, and and I think, and I think Sergio got a got a ton of confidence, uh, you know, over the last uh, couple races here, hundred percent, some, some real struggling and and some real feeling as we talked about earlier in the season about the curse of the second Red Bull seat, um, and. It, it it really you know um, Sergio t- turned that around won a race and and he's been he's been solid so he is the uh, finishing in the second row um, 
When it gives us a little bit of excitement for the weekend with the top two teams, you got different, you know, who's, who's going to do the pitch strategy. He's going to go for the undercut, the overcut. There's a lot of things that are going to play out here, which is nice to see a little bit of this playing out. And everybody's got their card players at the top here. Nobody's, you know, had that bad quality session finishing, you know, back six, seven, eight spots starting in They're, You know, everybody's in the top four there. So it's going to give, both teams have a lot to play with, and you never know. First corner in a Formula One race always can be exciting. Always and everybody's going to be trying to throw down for that. So you know, maybe uh, they come together. You know, you never know. It's going to be it's it's good to see though. It's going to be a little. It's going to be an exciting start. It's going to be a very exciting start tomorrow. Turn one Formula One races are the most exciting thing. The exciting exciting fifteen seconds you watch in sports. We'll end that segment there. We're going to come back with, oh, our weekly greenie bucks. And um, I'm pulling one out of the vault this week, way back in the day. Old school greenie in the cheese style. Um, But stick around in the paddock F1 greenie in the cheese. We'll be back right after this. What's up, everyone? Greeny from In The Paddock here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Please let me explain. It's free. Okay, free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you for free, so it can be heard on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. You can make money as well. Money with your podcast. No minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. I like to play blackjack. I'm not addicted to gambling. I'm addicted to sitting in a semi-circle. Yes, we are back. In the Paddock F1, Greeny and the Cheese, Saturday night special, the favorite part of the episode. It is time for Greeny Bucks. Replacing bets with Michael's own currency from the land of Greentopia, where, shockingly enough, the only way you use that currency is to bet on Formula One races, which I just found out a few weeks ago when this began. I was, did not know. I don't know how you buy food or anything else in Green Tovia since the money is only used for Formula One races. But Michael, please take it away. Yeah, first of all, I do want to mention uh, what a consummate professional I do work with here across the microphone with, with Ryan O'Rourke. Uh, as I told him, I'd bring back the segment and he just looked at me blankly and just 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 brought it back. So my apologies and uh, thank you for being a professional. Uh, yeah, I absolutely do love my greenie bucks. I cannot spend them anywhere else. Can't buy a quarter milk. Can't buy a bag of chips. Uh, but you can buy gloating rights around here. That's what I got to say. And so far, the gloating rights go to the man across the other side of the glass here. And that's Mr. Ryan O'Rourke, who is like 0 for 9 or something like that, uh, but still has more money than me, even though I've won a couple bets. Um, but, you know, I bet like a maniac. So I'm down numbers. Uh, let's go over them. Uh, 
I'm in second place with 715 greenie bucks. And in first place, uh, my friend is you with 880 greenie bucks. We have a long season to go and a lot of work to do here. So I know you got your bets ready because you're a professional. Uh, I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth, so I'm unsure. Um, but let's go. You, you can start it off. Tell me what you're betting on and tell right. me who you got. All right. Here we go, son. 20 greenie bucks. Biggest mover, Lance Stroll. Um, he was going to have it in Baku till the tire failure, starting at the back again. I was going back and forth between Yuki Sonoda, but as you said earlier in the program, that would be Yuki Spinoda. So I don't do not trust him right now. He's been on a bad. He's been on the downward spiral. I have a lot more, lot more trust in Lance Stroll, little tire strategy, uh, with, with the Aston Martin, and he is good on his tires and that kind of, kind of deal. So I would take Lance Stroll, twenty greeny bucks, biggest mover. Biggest mover. All right, Lance Stroll. I like it, but I don't like it as much as my pick for biggest mover of the week, and that is going to be Kimmy. Oh, yeah. Kimmy has been plus, plus, plus all season. I'm looking for a plus five from Kimmy to take it home. Uh, I think he could finish 12. And uh, he's reliable. And he's not going to, you know, um, bust out like Lance Stroll will. And I'm going to bet 50 granny bucks. Ooh. Ooh, he's back. He's back on the train of throwing the cash away. He's trying to make I'm it confident. back now. He's seeing that big deficit. He changes his strategy by the race now. He is so in he's so in his own head right now. It's unbelievable. And I can see you laughing over there. So you know it's true. You're all over the place. You can't pick a strategy and stick with it. You're a madman. You are an absolute madman. You're gonna be out of you're gonna be out of cash in like th- like five weeks. We'll see about that. All right, what else you got on the board here, Mr. Genius? Uh, single bet, by the we're way. We're gonna go. Going? Twenty greenie bucks. Max the win. I like it. I like it. I I'm mean, little... he's the quickest car all weekend. Max is on it. He's feeling it. He's going it. He's reaching that prime of his career right now. Uh, Red Bull's got the car. They're picking up way more time than the Merc is on in the high speed corners right now. Uh, this is this is Max's track. He would have had it the last race if tire didn't explode. Max has got it. Red Red Bulls don't have to worry about pit stops with the Red Bull at all. Don't have to worry about any madness. You're going to get your consistent, you know, two seconds. So I'm taking Max. I like to pick. It's gonna. It's really really hard to bet against Max, especially as he's sitting there on pole. Um, I mean, Hamilton could beat him out. It's going to be that, that first turn is going to be something to watch. So anyone, you know, even if you're mildly interested in formula one, you know, the first 20 seconds of that race is going to be wild. So, um, really, really, I, I can't bet against Max. It's really hard. I was, I was between him and Lewis. I don't see Lewis winning this race. Uh, Max has been, been looking good all weekend, as you said. So I'm going to go with Max, but I have a little more confidence than you do. So I'm going to go. 50 greenie bucks on Max. Wow. He's throwing the cash. 
Throw in that cash. Let's make it up. Let's make it up or or just make that money and watch it burn. We got to make it up. We got to make it up. Listen, I might make smaller bets when I get down. I'm going to I'm gonna you know, use my leverage the way I have it right now. But uh, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. Worry about your own game. We got 20. Oh, I'm fine. We got like I'm 18 fine. races to go after this. So uh, relax. I'm fine. You're good. Don't worry. I'll be I'll be crashing on your couch because I'll be running out of greenie bucks. You're all you're, right. What do you got next? You doing a trifecta on me? I got a trifecta. Come on. Ooh. These are the three weekly bets we do every week. Why would I change it up? This is our thing. This is how we roll, son. So here it is. 20 greenie bucks. Trifecta. Max taking Lewis second. Perez will come in third. My trifecta. 20 greenie bucks. What you got, son? I like it. As and I, I watch you jot it down in the Marvel notebook. No, I, I like it. I mean, I had, uh, listen, I got to write your bets down. This is where this is what happened when you, when you got to pay up. So another 20 down and you got, and listen, I like it. I like it, but I'm going to go out on a limb here a little bit because I'm only going to bet 10 greenie bucks. I have low co- lower confidence in this one. Wow. That's your lowest bet of the season, if I'm lowest not mistaken. Lowest bet of the season, not even close to, the yeah, by, by far the lowest bet of the season. Uh, and I'm going to go with Verstappen, Hamilton, and Pierre Gasly hitting the podium. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh! I mean, we see it so much, right? We see that driver on his home track so often, um, maybe more often than not there, uh, getting that third spot, sometimes even second. Um, you know, it happens. It absolutely happens. I like it. How much confidence do you have in Botas and Perez and, 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 and signs? I mean, as well as Charles Leclerc is behind him, uh, I think he's the best driver of that bunch of that, you know, from, from three to six. So I think Pierre's got a shot, especially if there's a scuffle up there, especially if, you know, Botas and, or, or, or Perez get into it over there. Um, you know, it could be interesting. And I think Pierre, if anything happens to, to three through three through five, uh, Pierre Gasly's got a chance to slip in. He looked great all weekend. You can't, can't deny that. And, and, no, he's, I cannot. Been, and he's been plus plus the last couple of, uh, of races here, like I said, even in Monaco, plus three at Baku, and I am—I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Pierre. Ever since he messed up on that starting line, that was him, right? Yeah. Yes, that was him. What are you yeah. doing, Pierre? What are you doing, Pierre? I think What's we the had name an episode. Of an episode. Yeah, yeah, we definitely had an episode. All right, all right. So that is my. I my like it. Your bets. I like it. I like you bringing a little the Frenchman in there, French Grand Prix. You know, get a little of that home home energy going. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, it's always like you know when when like Felipe Massa used to come in like third in like Mexico or or, or in or in Brazil. Apologize every year. Hundred percent. Like every time. Just I like it. What? Viva so, la France, son. Viva la France. Viva la France. And um, you know that's it for the gambling segment. I did want to add one more flavor before we go here. And um, something interesting that I'm noticing this year in Formula One is that through seven qualifying rounds, through seven qualifying rounds, we've had four different pole setters. All right. Right. Four different pole setters. For Stappen, this is the second pole. Mm-hmm. 
we obviously know your pony, Charles Leclerc, with two poles. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, Lewis Hamilton had two poles this year. The question, cheese. Who's the other driver to make pole this year? Wow. I'm like drawing a blank. I feel embarrassed. He feels embarrassed. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel embarrassed. I am going... <sighs> Valtteri Botas. That is correct, sir. He was sweating it out. He was sweating it out. He didn't want to look like a fool, but he looks like a genius now. Yes, yeah, Valtteri Botas. So four different, four different drivers on pole through, uh, through seven races. Um, I find that very, very interesting. I actually find that the biggest surprise of the season so far. Uh, what do you think of the parody this year in Formula One, Ryan? Oh, I think it's great for the sport. Um, this is what you needed. You got bored the last, you know, couple of years, and it was just Merc one two, Merc one two, Merc one two, Merc one two. I mean, there's no real, there's no real excitement in that. There's no fire. There's no, you know, there's no driver battles. Uh, the classic driver battles that have been throughout Formula One's history, and you need that. The sport needs that. Um, hopefully, this new car. Or the new design for next year will even bring more parity, bring some more teams into the mixes, um, which is, I think, the way the owners of now of F1, uh, the Liberty Group, want it to be. They want it to be not just, you know, a couple teams battling out. They want everybody to be in this. You want to, you know, different winners, different teams, way more excitement. Everybody's spending the same amount of money, more equal. It'll be way better, better for the sport. So the parity is great for the sport. Uh, when you had the one team just dominating, it got a little stale. It got boring. You, you could turn the race. You didn't have to watch most of the, you know, a lot of things because you know exactly what was going to happen. Kind of just like the, uh, to take an American analogy here, the NBA. I mean, you don't have to watch the regular season of the NBA. You basically kind of can look at the beginning of the season and see which teams are going to be in the playoffs or what teams even out of those teams are going to have a real shot at the title. Um, so the parity is what you need. It brings more excitement to the sport, puts more eyes on it, and that's what you want. When you have something with a boring product, people ain't watching. The parody's great. We need more of it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I mean, I think all Formula One fans love it. It's definitely drawing more fans into the sport when you see, um, you know, we, we've had three different three different winners this year. We'll see if we get our fourth different race winner in um tomorrow so any bets on who that would be any thoughts besides verstappen hamilton or perez who's got a shot to win i'd say carlos Sainz. Ooh, he's been he's been quick all weekend i said you know carlos Sainz or pierre gasly those would be out of those out of, out of the top you know two teams those would be the drivers i'd pick they've both been very quick all weekend Loving it, loving it. You would lose it. I would. I would not miss it tomorrow night if Carlos Sainz wins in the Ferrari in the south of France. I would not want to miss the beginning of this show. I would lose my mind. You do not want to miss the beginning of this show if that happens. And I think on that note, we will see you in less than twenty-four hours after the French Grand Prix at Paul Ricard. Cheese. Anything left to say? Get ready. Get set. We're going racing tomorrow morning. Going racing tomorrow morning south of France. You left it all out on the field there, buddy. Uh, I will see you tomorrow. Peace out.
Peace out.